Like, to me, he's just, like, this sketchy elite person who's just doing backhanded things, self-serving. I'm sorry. That's how I feel about you, Prime Minister yeah. Trudeau. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Juice and Jury podcast. My name is Maureen, and I'm here with my two other jury members. I always do this wrong. Shanka and Christiana. Hi. We're here to give you all the juice on today's hot topics. And um, thank you guys so much for joining us once again. So sure. let's get topic. To yeah, let's get to the juiciest juice there is this week, which is our prime minister, Justin Trudeau, and his wife of 18 years, Sophie, are... Hold on. Hold that thought. Juice. <laughs> go well, ahead. We were pouring on my end. It was going... Go, 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 go. <laughs> Um, yeah, so apparently they're getting a divorce that just came out, and um, are, like, I don't know, are we surprised? Like, I yeah. like personally, I was surprised. Like, wait, what? I feel like it was coming from left field, <laughs> you know? Like, I didn't, I didn't see it. I don't, field. Yeah, what do you guys think? What's going on? Did you guys, it's like, I did, was there, did you sense it at all? Did you think there was any kind of strain? Not that we would, because we don't know what's going yeah. on behind closed doors. But for, you know, I, what was shocking to me is the fact that he's still in power, right? He's still our prime minister. For him to do that at this moment shows how serious the situation was. They could have waited until he was out of office, because that's going to come soon. Mm -hmm. Right? <laughs> but you know, they, they did, they chose to do it now. So that means Sophie was ready because I'm sure he was probably like, wait, let's just hold. I'm sure she was ready to hit that. I, I think it happened a long time ago. Like, I think they were, they'd probably been separated for a long time and yeah. we're only now hearing about it, but I'm not surprised. Mm. Like, it's not like our country is in the best shape it's ever been. I'm not saying that's why they got their separation, but like, I mean, I don't know. He, he just seems a little, a little, a little here, a little, here, a little I don't know what to do kind of prime minister. He seems like somebody who's really self-serving. That doesn't usually bode well in a marriage. <laughs> and <laughs> no, seriously, like somebody who's selfish and self-serving that you can't marry someone like that. It won't last. But and I I don't know what she's like. I don't know exactly what they're like behind closed doors, but I'm, I don't think anyone's surprised in the sense that like, he's not very well liked right now. <laughs> so she's kind of like just jumping on the bag. Wing. I felt like she was just expressing sentiment that we all felt in Canada. Like we all want to <laughs> divorce him. Get rid of him. Oh, ooh, Maureen, that was. <laughs> but, but also they were. Um, they went to the same school. I was watching this thing on the news. They were like in the same school when they were young and they got married young. They've been married for 18 years. years. How yeah. old is Trudeau? I think Trudeau is like what in his late thirties? No, he's in his forties at least. Come on. But they got married young. Yeah, and then... Hold on. Yeah, I have no idea how Trudeau is. Good question. I, I feel like honestly, I was listening to this and I'm just waiting because of how extremely left wing pardon. Yeah, he's fifty-one. I didn't 41. know he was that. Wait, how old is he? I didn't think he was fifty-one. To be honest, no, I believe it. I totally believe that. Yeah, that he's fifty-one. I thought Trudeau was in his forties. Yeah, or maybe he, he looks young. Yeah. 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 See online, but, I don't know. but yeah, I, I was gonna say his forties for sure. I was gonna say late forties. But well, he was in his forties when he started serving. I guess, right? But, yeah, that's true. But I mean, like they got married young, so I don't know if that has. I'm not saying you can't get married young, but no, maybe I, it was like they were friends in high school and maybe it was just like a natural progression. And then they were just kind of like, let's just go with it. I don't know. <laughs> I could be reading too so much into it, but like, I kind of get the impression that he is somebody who kind of sold his soul, so to speak. Like he kind of sold his, like what he believes in his morality his values for, I don't know, money clout. I don't know what he sold it for, but like, he seems to be somebody who doesn't have a lot of morals or principles. That's the impression that I get. Um, so I think that, that that wouldn't, like somebody like that, how could you even have a relationship with them? Like it just doesn't work. Maybe he had it at one point in time, 
maybe he didn't, I don't know. But um, that's just the impression that I get of him. He just seems completely out of touch and completely like, I don't know, self-serving. Yeah. I think I being like in the public eye, oh, sorry, trying to No, go ahead. I was gonna say, I think being in the public eye played a big role too, right? Look at all these re reality TV like stars, they always get divorced. It's a lot of pressure on them, right? Their lives are being watched. You can't be free. You can't do whatever you want. And uh, yeah. And again, I think, um, like I said, I think it was really serious for it to happen now. You know, looks are everything to everyone. <laughs> you know, for it to happen to him right now, it looks like he's going through a crisis. Do you want your prime minister going through a crisis? Right. So that's how, you know, it was, you know, whatever is happening is very serious. And I think you're right, Shanika, it's probably something that was kind of unfolding. Yeah, I'm uh, sure. Like, you get you're it. probably already separated, but we yeah. just heard about what's yeah. going on now. Right. Because, yeah, I'm sure they had that covered for a while. Mm -hmm. Honestly, yeah. at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if he came out as gay. Like, I wouldn't. Would you? If he was like, yeah, I have to come out as my true self. And then down the road, he's like, you know what? I'm actually a woman. Like, I wouldn't be surprised at this point. I really wouldn't because of how far he goes with this kind of like left-wing ideology. Um, I'm just waiting for that announcement. I'm waiting for the, I'm sure there's speculation already that he's gay or whatever he is, which is why fine. Why Why? Wait, wait. Why? why because gay? he's doesn't know what he he doesn't know who he is he doesn't have any identity doesn't have any morality i don't think he's actually gay i really don't but like because he's so wants to be i don't know the word i'm looking for but because he's so liberal leaning um i feel like and i know i'm gonna get a lot of flack for this but like i know i'm not the only one who thinks this i can't possibly be the only person who is suspicious of this okay you guys said it yourselves, it's a big deal for them to have publicly get this divorce at this point in time. The economy is shit. Everybody hates him. Like something bad, something major must have happened for her to be like, I am not waiting until the end of your term. We're done. Exactly. So Announce it now. Yeah. I mean, he could have cheated on her, but even then, I like most first ladies will still stick by their man until the end of their term, at least. Like, look at Hillary Clinton. You know what I mean? So I'm but just I mean, saying. I feel like they have, I feel like they planned it to do it this time for a reason. Like they have people, they have publicists, they have, they probably all figured now is a, for what reason, I don't know, but I'm sure they planned it. And have you ever heard the argument of that you would, you're, um, it's better to hire a married man than a single man? Have you ever heard that argument? Mm -mm. Yeah. When people are doing hiring process or like, oh, yeah, no. I was watching it somewhere. Some like big time CEO. He's like, I'd be more likely to hire a married man because they come across they're I don't know if they come across more trustworthy, but they're more and they're more disciplined too. like they have someone to like there's a woman they have to answer to. Right. So that kind of makes sense. And they say married men are happier. Yeah. <laughs> but not women. It doesn't work the other way around. They prefer work, probably like having a woman who doesn't have those commitments. Sorry, oh yeah, but you know, women. Um, uh, you know, I think for if we're talking about the hiring process, I think that yeah, women that are married have more commitments if they have children. But a single woman can also, you know, they run the risk of a single woman becoming pregnant. Right? There's always that. There's always something with a woman. So yeah. But I think like like when it comes to hiring or work, um, in, especially in higher positions. People always prefer women who are unattached, right? Because then they can devote Makes more sense. of themselves. But um, like that doesn't also for men, strangely. Yeah. <laughs> no children to women, but married men, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what? It's always sad when we hear there's a divorce. So we're wishing them well. Yeah, I wish them both well, even though I'm not a fan yeah. <laughs> of Mr. Trudeau or Prime Minister Trudeau, whatever his name is. I'm not a fan. But um, I don't. I don't ever wa wish ill will against yeah. anyone. So, yeah, I yeah. would. I know him as a. Person. And there's children involved, so you know we. we you know there's. there's yeah. That, so. Yeah. Hopefully they can end things amicably. They could each go on their own way and lead, lead happy lives. I'm sure they have already. Oh, they've got this figured out before it was released. They, I'm sure they had a lot of control over this. Yeah. And you have to, like, you know, the media put. Oh, sorry, he posted on his social media. He put on his Instagram. So he put it out there. 
right? Yeah. It was him. He didn't like no one else put it out there first. It was him, right? Yeah. So, also heard that he was cheating with his secretary, that Melanie Jolie girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Is anyone surprised? Like at this point, my I would be more surprised if I found out he was a moral person. Because I my idea, my image of him is like Satan. Like I'm I anything you tell me about him, if you told me he was peddling drugs to children, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be like, oh yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> wait, wait, you know what? Okay, sorry. <laughs> That's how I feel about him. Sorry, but He's just like, to me, he's just like the sketchy elite person who's just doing backhanded things, self-serving. I'm sorry. That's how I feel about you, Prime Minister yeah. Trudeau. I just feel, I just feel like he's out of touch. That's uh, putting it like, mildly. You grow up in the system. This is one thing that I don't understand about people in government. Like even our education minister went to private school. He has no idea what going to school in no, no, a regular no, school no. system is like. Nope. You know what I mean? Like, let's hire regular, regular people. Like, no, no, I, I really liked uh, what's his name? Um, may you rest in peace, uh, Rob Ford. That yeah. was a street man. <laughs> Rob, Ford he was, was a thug. A, Rob Ford was a, thug. Was a, a real thug. And yeah. yeah, anyways, whatever. And I heard some. But his brother him. is not help, is not great. His no, brother he's is a thug too. No, but thug his brother is doing sketch sketchy things just like no, but, I'm saying, but he's a, he's a street guy too sorry you know anyways, i don't think they're street guys they think they're just putting on that persona i don't think they're no, actually no and, and we'll talk about this um listen rob ford was a thug i guarantee you he looked like, like, he him, like you know the way my brother used to have, things yeah my brother used to have community events and rob ford was there it speaks volumes about you know him actually wanting to engage with 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 the people right so i actually really mm -hmm. really, really liked him uh, yeah, with yeah. the community and um, yeah, Doug Ford. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't mind him either. Um, but I was gonna say, just because we're talking about um, politicians and infidelity or whatnot, mm -hmm. look at uh, what's it, John Tory? Didn't he just step down because there was infidelity with someone on his, um, someone in yeah. his camp? Do you remember? He just oh stepped down. That's why I, I, remember, I remember the announcement. Okay, so I was sitting yeah. on the couch and they're like, "Breaking news!" and I was like, "Breaking news." And then John Tory comes out saying that he's stepping down. <laughs> I, was there. I was like, this is breaking news. This is what's happening right now. I don't know. I don't and know. How so if it's not on Facebook or TikTok, I don't know about it. Canada is a mess. Just yeah. wait, wait, there's no. You know, I don't even really before. watch the news, but that particular day, I think it was around Christmas time, too. I think Speaking I was checking. Yeah, Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 no. My thought is done. I was just going to add. Um, speaking of the news, um, you know, because of that Canadian, um, media bill that was passed, oh, yeah. uh, Instagram and Facebook have now pulled any news from there. But I still there. see, I don't understand what that means. Cause I still see news. What does what that mean? What news do you see? Like the regular news. Like if I have, like I had, I'm pretty sure like I see, but they just did this week, didn't they? Like yeah. CPT4, they, I don't know if they um, did it yet or they're you doing know, it. see news. I don't know when they're doing it. I swear, I, I, I follow a lot of um, um, like broadcasting stations, so I see it. They want, and this happened in Australia, they want uh, they want it to be the case such that, you know when you like do a Google search for something yeah. and like a video will pop up on YouTube or a link or something, or it'll pop up like a snippet of information from a link. So what happens is, like if a YouTube video pops up on your Google page and you watch the video from the Google search page, the person on YouTube doesn't get those views and doesn't get that monetization. Or if you're clicking or if you see like a snippet from a blog on the YouTube search page and you, you're not actually clicking on the blog and they don't get those views. So the government is, I think this is what they were doing in Australia. I think this is what they were trying to do in Canada, trying to get... I don't know about Google, but I think it also pertains to Google, trying to get them to um, pay those people a certain amount of money to have their posts show up on Google. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because, I, I don't know, something, something to that effect. Yeah. So I think that's what they were trying to do in Canada as well. Um, so the bill isn't all bad. It's just like, you know, 
first of all, Facebook, Instagram, they don't want to pay for that. Um, but I don't think the bill is all bad. I just think they need to like negotiate or you know, they could have worked something out, like yeah. come back and had some sort it's of. It's not in full effect yet, right? You said it's not in full effect. Like, you don't know I when see. or what. I don't know the details. It I, was very like briefly that I skimmed it. Yeah. All right. Uh, should right. We move on? Justin Trudeau, we're wishing you well. Yeah. And um, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. Um, I think we really need to talk about what's happening with Lizzo. Mm. I don't know if you guys are fans of Lizzo or whatever, but like there's some allegations that are really serious coming out about her. Um, I had the article pulled up. Yeah, I was going to say, can you pull it up? Or I'm looking it up right now because I haven't read the full article. I've only heard some things here and there. And yeah, I would love to hear about it. Yeah, they were saying that she was saying like mean things to her backup dancers. Yeah. Or, like, if you gain weight, you don't, you can't keep She was fat shaming. Apparently she was fat shaming. And she made them do like really sexual things. Sexual things. Yeah. yeah. Okay, hold on. Can that I read you the first part, paragraph of this? Go for it. Okay. This is from uh, Vox.com. It says, Lizzo, a pop star who has built her brand on both body positivity and empowering upbeat hits, is facing a new lawsuit that levels serious allegations, including claims that she created a hostile work environment and engaged in sexual harassment. Lizzo denied these allegations, which have raised questions about both her treatment and of employees, as well as the reality of the image that she's cultivated as a champion of plus-size women and women of color. Now... <clears throat> Some of these allegations are insane. I don't know if you guys have heard some of them. Um, one of the ones that I heard, I'm trying to see if it's on here, was that she made, oh God, it's so crazy that I don't want to say it wrong. Hold on. Um, was something with a banana? Yes. Okay, so tell me what it was. I remember I read something. I'm like, no, that's not right. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Banana. I'm a little apprehensive to hear. Okay, here we go. Oh, here we go. I found it. Okay. The plaintiffs claim they were made to feel their employment was precarious and that they had to comply with requests that made them uncomfortable in order to continue working. Some of those requests were of a sexual nature, including, among other things, pressure from Lizzo to attend a performance with new dancers in Amsterdam here's a part to eat bananas placed in nude dancers genitals and pressure on one of the plaintiffs to touch a dancer's breast um yeah <laughs> yeah it's <pretty> <laughs> that's rough like especially yeah. like you know that like when you're at work and you like you're meant to do something you don't want to do it but like could you imagine like if you don't do it you like i don't know yeah, especially yeah. coming from like lizzo Lizzo, who everybody like adores, right? Lizzo is like that person who is so confident and everyone just loves her energy. And then now for her to be um, looked at as a monster, it's kind yeah. of messed up. Like, I mean, Beyonce, I really, yeah, go ahead. I was no, going to say, like, Beyonce, to every story. Absolutely. Like, we, haven't you say? Heard, we haven't heard Lizzo's side yet. Have we? I was going to say the same thing. I was yeah. going to say, I want to hear what she has to say. Obviously, yeah. Lizzo's saying it's not true. Apparently, she hired Bill Cosby's lawyer. But I want to hear why <laughs> she thinks of saying all this as if it's not true. Like, why, why would people just come out and make all these false I mean, accusations? People say things about, um, you know, uh, celebrities all the time. For a whole bunch of people. For clout. It could be just they're trying to, like, you know, get attention. But, yeah, it is a bunch of people. Yeah, it's a lot like of people. One person, know, maybe two people, maybe, but like a group of people, you're kind of like, uh. But at the same time, um, I'm not saying there's any truth to it, but like there's got to be maybe something that was a little inappropriate from her end because where there's smoke, there's fire, right? Like there's there there's some kind of spark there, right? And um, and then, you know, when people are kind of like separating themselves from Lizzo, like I was, I was going to say, like, you know, Beyonce's on tour right now and Beyonce was shouting out Lizzo in, in, in her performances. But now she stopped doing that ever since these allegations came out. Uh, and I don't blame her. Right. She's protecting herself. We want to be supporting. It's like the Me Too movement. Anybody who gets called out for this is like blacklisted. Right. So unfortunately, Lizzo is on their blacklist until 
further notice, right? But it's hard. And this is what media does to you. They bring you up and they they put you all down. the way down. So she's just going through her 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 um motions or whatever it is, right? So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to think. So I want to hear from her and hear what she has to say. But to be honest, she's very sexual. Like, like I'm, I mean, she's a very sexualized person. So I'm thinking maybe there's something to those allegations, but not, it's not actually the, the context is not correct. You know what I mean? Like maybe there was some sort of sexual, maybe they went to a strip club or something mm -hmm. and, and she right. made a joke or something like that and they're like oh she told me to do this or i don't know like you know what i mean mm -hmm. it could be taken out of context yeah. um so i want to hear what she has to say but either way like i don't know we're gonna see i i don't know but it, it is a lot of people who are working with her who are kind of like coming out and throwing her under the bus so i'm curious and, and a lot of out. black women too right so a lot of times we're thinking we're like oh protect the black women you know what i mean like you know what it is but it's it's these black women that are are saying these allegations so so Lizzo, I don't know. The verdict on Lizzo is uh, we still need to hear the cross-examination. Yep. Yeah. I just want to say something real quick. Um, I don't know what's going on with fans throwing things at uh, <laughs> the yes, like, What's going on? Like, stop throwing things. People are spilling cell phones. Who was that? I forget who the who Cardi B is going through a water bottle. Oh, yeah, yeah, Cardi B. But then there was someone when it first started. Who got a cell phone thrown at them? Was it Rexa? Phoebe Rexa? She oh, got something oh, thrown yeah. at her. No, and, was it her yeah, or was it Eminem? I don't know, I don't what really it, know, but I think it was Bibi Rexa, and she look it up because she got hurt really bad. I'm like, what is going on with people? Like, stop throwing things at performers. And then, of course, Drake is just accepting bras. Okay, Drake, stop, because we don't we don't want people to start throwing things at at um, at the stage because someone you're can right. get hurt. It was. It's like you're paying. Got really hurt. Like I felt bad for her. Like if I don't, I don't like you know. I saw that video. I was like, no, like that hurt. I'm like. Someone threw a cell phone. She needed stitches. That's not okay. Mm -hmm. um, soon performers are going to need like a net around the stage because these fans don't know how to act. It's not I right. think I think like the intention isn't bad. Like I don't think they're trying to hurt her. I think they wanted her to take a picture with the phone, and they just like made a stupid decision and I chucked it on the stage. Huh? I don't care. That is. There's so and the girl fun. with um with Cardi B, she wasn't trying. Like I saw a different vantage point. She wasn't trying to throw um, soda or whatever it was on Cardi B's. Like, I think someone got pushed or something. She was pushed uh, in the crowd and it, it spilled out onto her. But she I, wasn't, like, chucking it at her. No. No, I, I don't know about that part. But I, what I will say is that Cardi B was telling people to throw water on her. There's a video saying she wanted people to throw water on her. But that girl, the video I saw looked like she threw water. And then okay, which vantage point did you see it from? Did you see it from the girl actually throwing the it? Girl, I saw yeah. And she said, sorry. But the point is, is that, first off, she was asking people to throw water on her. That's that's one. And then even when Cardi B threw the mic, she hit the wrong person. That's another thing. She hit the wrong person. Whatever. Everybody just stick to throwing bras and panties and we'll be okay. Well, don't throw anything because somebody could get hurt. Like, um, Alicia Keys, her son was, do you see that that video? He was on stage with her. And apparently that was a way to, like, protect her. It's not okay. Performers come out here to make money. And um, also kind of like if you're paying money to go see them perform, why, why throw something at them? That doesn't make sense. People lose me. their minds. I've been to concerts yeah, and people lose them. their minds at concerts. They're like doing anything to get close to the celebrity. So the girl who threw the bra, it worked because. Uh, yeah, uh, what's his name? Drake. Drake, thank you. Reached out to her. I, I blanked for a second. I blanked. Shut that part out. Yeah, just like, <laughs> you know, for a second. Sorry, Drake. On a gig. Yeah, he slid in her DMs apparently. No, but apparently she got a gig. Good like, for her. Like, modeling Doing what? Yeah. Doing what? Throwing bras? All because of that incident. Her boobs were really big. Like, he, was like, he looked at the bra and he was like, something G, look at G. He's like, find this woman immediately. <laughs> Anyways, it was funny. Yeah. Like, it's it's it gets it's funny at times. Like we are throwing bras and panties, like it's funny, but uh I don't want anyone to get hurt. That's terrible. Right, so oh, you're so sweet, Christiana. I guess I shouldn't. <laughs> but Bibi Rexa, that's the one where I was like, oh no, 
And I don't listen to Bibi Rexa or Bibi, I don't know, but she was her. Yeah. Be nice, I guys. Mean, <laughs> Be yeah. gentle with the entertainment you're going to see. Even uh, Matt Rife. Do you guys know Matt Rife? Yes. And then Naira Falls, like, tonight. <gasps> really? Oh, well, I, I would have loved to go see him. He's hilarious. Matt Rife, he's a comedian. He's a really hot comedian, actually. <laughs> and he's actually famous for being a hot comedian. Like, that's what he's now Because he's really hot and he just roasts everybody on his show. Right? Uh, um, uh, yeah, M-A-T-T-R-I-F-E. Yeah, he's in Air Falls. So someone giving away tickets, which is so crazy. I've never even heard of him before, but I, I had to look into him because of this. How did you hear about this? You got tickets to go see him? No, somebody on Facebook was like literally giving away tickets because like she she couldn't go to his show tonight, and I was like, "Who's this guy?" Oh my gosh! If he comes anywhere near anywhere near us next time, we got to do a girls' night and go out and see him because really? he's really good. Oh my god! Yes. Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to have to watch him. It was you know? totally a girls' night type of vibe to go see him. He's really funny and he, yeah. It's, he, he's, he looks yeah, like yeah. a like a He looks band. like a boy band member. <laughs> he looks That's like from the singer. When I saw his picture, I was like, oh, he's a singer. Like, Automatically, I thought a singer. Yeah, he looks like a boy band member from the 90s. That's what he looks yeah. like. But, um, yeah, he's uh, he reminds me of like the new kids on the block or something. Oh my gosh, I was just going to say Donnie. That's the first yeah. one. Mine when I saw him. Totally. Yeah, but he's great. Um he's he's amassed a crazy following on TikTok too. Wow. Okay. I'm That's gonna, how I came across him. Um speaking of comedians, have you guys heard of Drewski? Or hear of him? Drewski. Oh my gosh. Look him up. He is for the last two weeks, he's been making me laugh really hard. He has like this um and I didn't know who he was. Um, but I, but I, I saw this like clip on Instagram. But apparently, he's a comedian, and he was having like an audition. It was kind of like an American Idol sort of thing, and people would walk in, and he would just clown them, like right away when like a woman walked in, and his voice is trending on TikTok right now. <laughs> it's like how do you spell his name? D R U Drewski S K on TikTok. His voice is trending on TikTok right now, but he's um he has something on YouTube like where it shows like his Miami auditions. Mm -hmm. Whenever I want to laugh, I don't even care if I have to rewatch it. I watch it again. Like, it's hilarious. Oh, I think you watch it. Are you talking about the one where the girl walked in and she was wearing like a low cut top and a short skirt, and yeah. he was like, "It doesn't even matter. <laughs> he's like, it doesn't even matter. He's like, here's your ticket. He's like, it doesn't matter. Come come sign this paper, yeah. baby girl." <laughs> Really? Like, okay, I got a lot. She just looked good. He was like, as soon as he saw, is he sees people? Yeah. Like, she didn't look good though. Like, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't actually. I don't think I saw that actual video. But I. But that note to self. I want to get a free ticket. Looks looks slutty. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, she <laughs> looked slutty. She looked really. She just looked like. I mean, oh, okay. She looked just good. Okay. Note to self. Never, I don't think he actually has a record label. So the funny thing is that he's he's actually there just to clown you. Like I don't think he's not he's not a, an artist. From what I understand, anyway, he's like whatever. the opener. I I don't know. Like I'm literally just hearing about this guy in the last couple of, um, of weeks. And do you remember that huge um, all white party that Mike or Matt Mike Rubin is it had and like With all, all the celebrities? Yeah, do you remember that? Do you remember? So he was there. He was the one wearing like a cowboy hat. Do you remember that guy wearing like sort of almost it was white? But I didn't watch cowboy. it. I just heard about it. Yeah, there was a lot of pictures, but it was him. And that's why I had to go back. I'm like, oh, that's that dude. Anyways. He's funny. Okay. Want to laugh? Check him out on uh, YouTube. Up and comer. Let's check him out. Yeah. So we we said two up and coming comedian comedians right now, Matt Rife and Drewski. So people Drewski. go check them out. And we are not getting paid for this, by the way. We get nothing for this. No. <laughs> We're just trying to make you guys as happy as we are. Yep. Oh, yeah. For laughs. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, one of our episodes, we have to shout out like our favorite TikTokers right now because yeah, one girl. Sure. I like she's she's amazing. Who? Okay, well, we will. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you. But yeah, <laughs> so we, got, we got to get into a few other things. I I really, 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 really want to know what you guys think about childless restaurants, like restaurants where they don't allow kids. I've never been to one. Is that a thing? Um, apparently, it's a thing. It, it's 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 um. I don't think it's that. Actually, I don't know what's happening in Toronto, but I'm hearing about it in different places. I think some place in Europe has already kind of implemented it, but um, I don't know. Shanika, I know. When they say no kids, they mean like 
what, like two year olds, like two and up, or like Uh, I'm gonna say like teens, like no, no, two and up, what? (laughs) Like I'm gonna like I'm pretty sure maybe like sixteen, like no kids, like you know, (laughs) anybody above two is considered an adult. Um, I guess it's kind of like a bar or a club, right? Is it? No, it's like an restaurant. adult place. Just Why? Like we, what are they doing at the restaurants that children are out there um, that just want a quiet meal without a child going, mommy, mommy, or you know, whatever, or like, you know, some people like are, you know, they want to have a drink or and they, they look around, they see like this little two-year-old. Mm, I think it's okay. Like eating yeah, a burger. It never really that. bothered me. Yeah. No, but I, I mean, I think it's okay to have like an adult-only space because I have kids. I know what it feels like to want sometimes to have adult-only um, yeah. time. Yeah. You know what I think would be even better is if they did like times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's past a certain hour, like no kids. Yeah, right? like just adults yeah. only. Yeah. But then that's hard because, like, what if you're you have a family there, and the hour is about to like switch? Do you have to like kick them out? You have to be like, um, oh, no, sorry. you should be like if you were there prior, then you know. But then it would be on the family, like, to get out. Type of thing. Yeah. It's like I mean, people are going to be coming in and expecting no kids, and you're there with your kids. It's like it's going to look bad on you, not on you know. I remember that, that would be like something. I remember when my um, my son was a baby, like an infant, like I wanted to go out for lunch with my husband and bring the baby. And I felt so bad. I'm like, well, what if he cries? I don't want to bother anyone. Like I'm always thinking about like other people, but um, my husband was like, who cares? Let's bring him. It was fine. It, was, it wasn't an issue. Mm-hmm. And it was, I told one of his friends who doesn't have kids and still doesn't have kids right now. And he was like, I don't understand people that bring their, their babies out for, for dinner and for lunch. He's like, just wait until your baby's older and then take them out. Why do you have to? Bring, he was compl- he was literally complaining about people that bring their babies, like infant, like my like. Is it like oh, seriously? And he was like two months wow. old. Two months old. I'm like really in my head. I'm like, and then I started thinking. I'm like, oh gosh, I guess people really don't like it because there are people out there that do not want to see your kids at dinner. Yeah, <laughs> when they're eating. But that guy's. An, I, I'm sorry, but that's a jerky thing to say. You're like, yeah. oh, just stay home until your baby's old enough to not annoy the shit out of everyone. And it's yeah. like, excuse you? How about you yeah. stay home? You're annoying yeah. Yeah, he is a bit of a jerk, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> like, would it be for, like, the experience to be out with your husband, your new baby, like, going for, like, things you used to do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I think that'd be cool. I just said, like, if you want to have an adult-only space, that's cool with me. But then don't, like, harp on people who want to take their kids out to dinner or whatever. Like, I – when my daughter was a week old, I went out. <laughs> like, I went yeah. out as if – because I don't believe in, like, ending your life when you have kids. It's – that's nonsense. You integrate them into your life. You don't end your life. Hmm. So – I was uh, – Yeah, I know. That guy's just out of touch. He has no idea. Because I guarantee you he will not stay home for years when he has kids I guarantee nobody does that like you can't you'll you'll go crazy you know you can't just stop living your life yeah he doesn't have kids right now so there's this girl that I follow on YouTube and she just had a baby and she was saying that the hardest part for her is thinking is about like the life that she has now because it's like a new life now like with the baby and holding on to her old life or like trying to incorporate aspects of her old life to her new life I don't know. Your comment just made me think of that. Like, yeah, I think like for um, I can't speak for every every family and every parent because definitely not everybody does this. I've seen it, but mm-hmm. uh, for me and my husband in particular, when we had our kids, we integrated them into our life. We did not change our life very much for them. So we did. Obviously, you have to change a little bit for them, but we tried as much as possible to have them integrated into what we wanted to do. Like. When my son was four months old, we went to travel. We traveled through um, England and Ireland. We went to New York. We left him with my mom for a week at four months old. So like, and my I told you my daughter, um, when she was a week old, I went to uh, somebody's birthday party, a kid's birthday party with her mm-hmm. and with my family. And like, um, I don't really follow too many rules, parenting rules, because I, I don't, 
I think it's ridiculous. And I think like yeah. for me, I had to we had to make it into something that we can enjoy and live with and and um, we did. Times are different now. Like back yeah. then you would be like, Oh, I have to stay at home all the time or I have to like like live up And to I know yeah. Never and I know couples who did that. Yeah. I know couples who did that. I know couples who are like, oh, no, no, no. My baby's nap schedule is this to this. We can't go anywhere. Or I know they have to eat from this time to this time. We can't go anywhere. Oh, no, no, no. They're crying. We have to go home. And like, that's fine. But we were not like that. <laughs> we're like, oh, um, they're going to sleep from this time to this time. Okay, they'll sleep in the car or they'll sleep wherever or they'll, they're, yeah. not time we'll just teach or we'll make sure we have food for them. Or if they cry, we'll figure it out. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. like, it's we we're very go with the flow parents that's our parenting style you know for me because we're talking about naps sorry naps are a little different like i actually really like i my, hello yeah i just wanted to say one thing before <laughs> you start. um now i forget what i was gonna say oh yeah your parenting styles what is was it something that you guys had to agree on or like did it naturally unfold sorry uh tiana no no like you know what i'm saying because you're like you, you guys are very go with the flow parents so like, I don't know, like, is that something that just unfolded naturally or is it something you guys talked about? I think it just unfolded naturally just because of my personality and my husband's personality. We're just really a laissez-faire people in general. Like we're super easygoing with everything in life. Like we get anxious about stuff, but both of us are like, neither one of us are type A people. We're both like very kind of like, yeah. I don't, I don't get mad about stuff very often and he doesn't get mad about stuff. He's really easygoing. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's what it is. Cool. Sorry, Tiana. No, no. Now we're getting into parenting styles. Like, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, like for myself, I feel like I could have been like more of a relaxed parent if it wasn't for other people around me. Like I look at my sisters and I'm like, oh, they're great. And they're so relaxed. Like my eldest sister, she has she has four kids and she's great. Like I feel like she's a great mom. Her kids are great. It's awesome. And I'm like, and she's just so relaxed. She's like, yeah. Like, you know, like she sees one of her kids walk away. And she's like, yeah, they'll be they'll come back. And I'm like, what? Like me, yeah. I'm like pleasing my kid. Like, no, no, they're yeah, they'll come back. It's okay. And I'm like, whoa. And I really admire her about that. Just because she has four. It's because she has four. Because the first one, all parents freak out with the first one. And after that, it just gets easier and easier. You're just like, eh, whatever. Does yes, it? Yes. What? Yes. Don't you feel like your second one was so much less stressful than your first one? Uh, actually, yes, absolutely. But then, like, also my parenting styles did, like, style did change with my second one. Like, I didn't do nearly as much for my second yeah because you're like whatever i've done this before like i'm i know what's happening yeah 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 so it changes you get more relaxed and yeah. yeah um but there was something i was going to speak to that you had mentioned oh yeah with naps i think you know when it comes to naps like for myself i feel like with my kids like they do better with a nap like so that's why those naps mean a lot to me because in order for me to enjoy myself my kids need to be well rested. That's the way I see it. And so that's why naps are kind of important. Yeah, they can nap in the car and sometimes that does happen. But you know, my um, like my youngest, if I put him in his in his bed, like he'll nap a really long time and he's completely well rested. Like he's, you know, fresh as a daisy when he wakes up. So Yeah. I love I think with us, what we used to do is like if we're going out, let's say we're going to someone's house, and usually it's people's house that we go to, we just get their like play pen or play pack or bring something and they yep, just have yep, yep. <laughs> things like that. Sure. I, was, I did that before. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I love hanging out with you, Maureen, like, and, and like with kids, I feel like you're, you're, you're pretty relaxed and I'm like, oh yeah. So like I can feel relaxed. Right. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, totally. Um, and on that note about kids and stuff like that, I read this story about a woman on an airplane I think in her case, she was in first class and she was asked to give up her seat so that a family could sit together, like a kid could take her seat. And she's like, no. So I don't know the details of the story. Have you guys heard it? I, I didn't read the, I didn't, I don't know the details either, but first class, that's different. She's supposed, like, they, they, were, they wanted her to give up her first class seat. That's not right. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm guessing the family was also in first class. But why would she right? give up 
I mean, like, okay. I need so to find this story. What I understand, like, because if you're looking at, you're thinking about the scenario, like, if there is, because you know, there's usually a, um, seats of like three, like, there's, mm-hmm. so maybe she was asked to move from like a window seat to like an aisle seat on the other side, right? Like, kind of give up her seat in that way. Um, I don't know what the details are if you're looking it up. I am going to look it up right now. It was on BuzzFeed. I'm trying to find the article is a little while back. So I have to kind of scroll down a little bit. But um, it said that she was a first class person that was asked to give up her seat. She's like, no. So I don't That's know not- what the details are. Yeah. I don't know what the details are exactly. On a flight. But even if she wasn't first class, do you think that you should give up your seat for a kid if a family wants to sit together? I did that once. Yeah. Hmm. So I was sitting in front and I was sitting, I believe by the, I was either sitting at the window or in the middle and the mom was sitting at the, in the aisle seat behind me and the two kids were next to me and the kids were just like, <laughs> they were just, you know, they wanted their mommy, That's you nice. know? And then, so she was always leaning over and like trying to console them or do this or do that. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm like, do you want to switch, switch spots? And she's like, oh, would you mind? Would it be okay? <laughs> I'm like, you know what, lady? I'm like, if I switch seats, it'd probably be better for everybody on the plane. <laughs> on the aisle seat. And that was that. Yeah, I saw someone comment something like that where they're like, you know what? They wouldn't ask the person to switch seats because they get peace of mind away from their kids. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, you're right. It was, um, so one of the articles on New York Post says a traveler is being uh, applauded online for a response to a mother who tried to take away her dream seat in first class just so she can sit closer to her teen. So it wasn't even like a younger child. It was her teen. Ah. And absolutely not. What? I'm sitting in first class and you want me to give up my seat in first class so you can sit closer to your teen? Yeah, it's not even like a younger child. That's unreasonable. No, there's a different one here, though. Hold on. There's a different one. Okay, can I read you this one? On a Delta flight from Ohio to California in the United States, a woman asked Tammy Nelson, CEO of the worldwide jewelry brand Conquering. We just plugged her jewelry brand. You're you're welcome, Tammy Nelson. uh, To swap seats so she could sit uh, near her two children. The second woman was already sitting in her window seat, according to blah, 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 TikTok. Um, I double checked my boarding pass thinking I may have had the wrong row. She explained when I confirmed I was looking at the correct seat, I thought she must have mistakenly sat in the wrong seat. So I remarked, I'm sorry, but it appears you're in my seat. And the woman was shocked and asked if she wanted to sit in that seat. And she's like, I'm pretty surprised at the question, but replied simply, yes, that's the seat I selected. The mother then explained that she was traveling with her two children who were seated next to her window seat. Well, I just thought we could switch because these are my kids. Um, Even, she explained to Ms. Nelson, even if she didn't love the idea, the CEO of the jewelry company said she understood as a mom. She agreed to swap seats with the mom as long as it's a window seat. Then she discovered that the mom seat was a middle seat and then denied her request because she suffers from motion sickness during takeoff, la, 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 la. So basically, this is a different one. So this is a mom with two kids, and she took another lady's seat. And the lady was like, no, I want the the window seat. And she was going to swap it with the mom if it was another window seat, but it was a middle seat. So what do you guys think? Who's in the wrong here? You should not have to give up your seat if you don't want to, period. We'll stop. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, that's the seat that you purchased, that you looked into. Like, I feel like it, it's, it's it's up to you if whether or not you want, you want to do that, if you feel comfortable. And because it was a middle seat and, you know, she the whole issue with the motion sickness, I think it's fair. Um, yeah. And I think it's really unreasonable for the mother to get upset for someone not wanting to give up their seat. It's just, yeah. That's what my thought. Sean? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you should have to give up your seat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Period. Yeah. I agree. I think um 
I think you could volunteer. I think right. in this case, yeah, it's like, and the kids obviously are old enough to sit in their own seats because otherwise they'd be like, if they were babies, then she'd have to hold them. So, um, I, if I was the mom, I would just relax away from my kids. I would not fight some lady to try and sit with my kids. I'd be like, no, that's fine. And then why doesn't she ask, like, if her seat is in a middle seat, why doesn't she switch with the person on the end of her row? Do you know what I mean? So that she is on the end and then her kids are on the other side. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so if she's ready in a middle seat, why doesn't she switch with the person to her, like, I guess, left or right, depending on which middle seat she's sitting in? So she's sitting closest to the aisle. And then that way she could still deal with her kids if she needs to. Yeah. Um, and ask that. But I'm guessing nobody would want to switch with her because she's the middle seat. Nobody wants the middle seat. That's yeah. the crappy seat. But she picked that seat. She picked it months before they said. The, the article says that these the, the lady who was sitting in the window was like, I picked this seat like months before. Hmm. So I, I understand the lady who's sitting at the window. It's not fair for her. She didn't ask for that. Yeah. She, she shouldn't have yeah. to like just forcibly give up her seat. Like, yeah, I I go for her. I think it's not right. And mom who is away from your kids, just enjoy the flight away from your kids. You know? Yeah, give them their whatever, give them some melatonin, <laughs> let them sleep on the flight, and then, yeah, just chill out. That's what I think. So, what's the verdict? You giving up your seat? No, don't. Are you giving me. up your seat? <laughs> Especially if it's a middle seat. Right. <laughs> not switching with the middle seat. No, thank you. No. Pick your seats ahead of time, people. Like you have a lot of time to figure that out. So get your crap together <laughs> before you get on the plane. And, you know, sweeten up to the flight attendants. Give them something, like give them some chocolates or something will help you out. They'll give yeah. you like a better seat. You didn't know that? Yeah. As so, a so former what? flight attendant, I'm telling you, this is a hack, okay? So like you bring them like a box of chocolates? Like what? Bring them some chocolates. Bring them a Tim Hortons coffee gift card. Oh. Yeah. Like yeah. something like that. Ten, ten dollars, five dollars, something. So that's something for them, like a treat for them, to show them that you appreciate them, that you're thinking of them, them and the pilot and the first officer too. That would be great. Usually, I don't know which. How many people is that? I'm going on a flight. Uh, it can be like it can be like up to six people. So I would always plan because most airlines, most flights are on Boeing 747s. So if you're flying on a 747, it'll be a crew of probably about six. So, um, like what, six ten dollar gift cards, or like six fifteen dollar Starbucks cards type thing? Uh, yeah, like that. Even fifteen. And then what are you expecting from that? What do you what like what's? They can upgrade you for that. They'll give you free drinks. Yeah, they'll give you free stuff, free food, everything. Really? Yeah. And yeah. if there's like a first class or a business class, you are more likely to get upgraded. If you listen, you don't know the flight attendants have a lot of power. <laughs> They can do a lot of stuff. They can help you out or they can make your life miserable. So, yeah, be nice to them. Good to know. Good to know. Um, question, since you're a flight attendant. Is there a marshal on every flight? And where do no. they sit? There is not a marshal on every flight. Um, when flight attendants get the passenger manifest at the beginning of the flight, they, it will mark um, where there is a marshal and where they be sitting. Um, yeah, but no, there is not on every flight. No, it's wow. on certain flights. So is a marshal, are they usually, like, can you spot them? They're usually by themselves, right? Well, I know. Well, they'll tell you on the manifest because we have a oh, manifest. We don't know everyone's name on the flight. Yeah, we have everyone's oh. name on the flight and where they're sitting. Gotcha. So we'll know where they are sitting and stuff. But um, yeah, we don't we don't talk to them. You don't you don't do anything with them. You just you just know where they are. Doesn't hmm. yeah. So like, sometimes on international flights or like, is there a special type of flight that they're on? I always wondered this. So I was just, they could be on any flight because if they're on a flight, then most likely they're on there for a reason. So they're um, either on the flight because they're going to something. Usually it's a secret. Like it's not something that people what? are advertising. Yeah. It's like, it's mm. not something that is advertised to the public or there's somebody on the flight that might be suspicious that they're, with oh my God. I don't know. I honestly don't know why they're there. That's, that's, but they're there for a reason and you're not supposed to like you're not supposed to bait them out you're supposed to like keep it act like yeah, keep it on the on the dl 
Yeah. Sure. Um, but I have had I've had prisoners on my flight before, and that's kind of awkward. They come in like all handcuffed with a police officer and they like being deported. You think yeah. they're yeah. being deported? Yeah, yeah they were definitely flight. being deported. Yeah, I've been on a flight with a prisoner before. Yeah. I've had some very interesting flights. Not that many, to be honest, because I wasn't flying for that that long. But yeah, the stories that you'll hear and the hacks that flight attendants have, it's really cool. Tell me more. Have all these yeah, what about turbulence? Because let me tell you, okay? Any little any little shift in the air, I like. I listen to the engine. If it, if it goes like a little bit quieter, I start freaking out. Well, I'll tell you in my experience, uh, if you're flying to the Caribbean, you're going to hit turbulence. Yeah. Right. Almost always. The the flights to the Caribbean are always turbulent. And the older the airplane, the more turbulent it is. Mm -hmm. So like if you're flying on an old airplane, you're going to hit a lot more turbulence. <laughs> and it's freaky. It freaks you out. Yeah, uh, even as flight attendants, it freaks you out, even though you're you're used to it and you know it's coming. It's yeah. still, it still freaks you out. But to be honest, that's not the most dangerous thing. The most dangerous times that you're on a plane is takeoff and landing. landing. Yeah. When you're in the air, it's like it's like a bullet, right? So if you're shooting the bullet, it's already flying through the air. It's unlikely unless it hits something or whatever, like there's a freak thing that happens mm -hmm. um, that it's not going to get to its destination. So right. really take off and landing are the times that you should be scared. <laughs> not, not, and that's happened. Like I've had rejected takeoffs and I've had like landings where you'd have to do it more than once because the weather is not good or they that's didn't scary. do landing or they missed the, the runway. No, but the pilots like are trained for that and they, yeah. they're trained for a long time. Like pilots go through some crazy training, yeah. especially mm -hmm. before they can fly commercial. So um, yeah, hopefully you have good pilots that are not high or drunk. I <laughs> actually, I was reading something the other day that there was like a pilot who was drunk. Yeah, it's very good. It's actually very common. But then I was like, isn't there another, isn't there like a second pilot or a, what are, what's there the second is. Uh, no, first officer. Yeah, first officer. Yeah. yeah. There is the, um, the pilot and then there's the first officer who they're there for exactly that reason. So if one of them is incapacitated or whatever, mm -hmm. the other one can kind of jump in and help out. And there are rules that the airlines have about when you have to stop drinking, smoking, doing whatever before a flight. I think it's 12 24 hours. Whoa. No, it's like 12 That's hours. It? That's crazy. Yeah. 12 yeah. hours? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 12 hours before a flight. Um, but not everybody follows the rules. <laughs> Sometimes Wait, so don't follow the rules. <laughs> but you know how many professionals in real life like do yeah. things while they're high? Like even oh. I, I they do it on Coke and crack, I'm sure. Like I'm not yes, I'm no certainly. delusion. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of doctors that like you know, when you're doing like a 24 hour shift, like staying awake, of course they do that kind of stuff. So that's yeah. not that's not surprising. Um, but just getting back to um flying, I notice like whenever there's turbulence, the flight tents are like normal, like it's like it's nothing to that. And it's like, you know, and like you're scared and you're looking at them and like, would you like some food? I'm like, you have to be. Can I ask you a question? If no, you were, it, if you looked at your flight and your flight attendant's like, oh shit, <laughs> grab on for your life, what would you do? You'd freak out. I would start to be wild. I'd be like, hold on. You would freak I'm out. I'm like, what do you mean, grab on for my life? <laughs> what is happening? No, but um, <laughs> the flight attendants are literally trained for emergency situations. We are trained for landings, like emergency landings. That's that's the main, the bulk of the training is on that. We're not trained on her, how to serve food, how to, like, that's like a five-minute. Oh, that's, how, five you minutes. that's a good yeah. point. They're trained on everything else. And that makes yeah, you feel we're better. we're trained on emergency landings and, wow. like, like, what to do in, in all these crazy situations. If there's somebody who's trying to attack the the pilot if there's somebody who's trying to attack like if there's a violent person in the cabin if there's a whatever like all the worst case scenarios that's what they train them on so um yeah so that's what they're trained on so we have to be calm i say we i'm not even a flight attendant anymore but honestly that was my favorite job ever if i could go back to any job that's what i really? would do there's yes. a lot of people that are flight tents and they have families, so I know. Yeah. But my husband and I we've talked about it, and it just won't work. It doesn't work with us because of the scheduling. But um, but yeah, uh, I, yeah, they have to stay calm. And I, I've been on turbulent 
very turbulent flights when I've been like mid service. And then when it gets turbulent like that, you have to like put everything away because yeah, you have all these really flying. heavy parts. Yeah, yeah. You have really heavy parts. So you could get seriously injured. Um, but sometimes you don't have time. Sometimes you don't have time and there's like a pocket of air and you just like fly up and come back down and it's happened. See, so, see I would really terrible all those things. I mean, like, like, wait, what? What? Yeah. I remember I was yeah. on a flight. Um, we went to Bahamas. Um, and it's like a, it's a short flight. It's like, what, three hour flight from here to Bahamas? Um, on our way back, I don't know if the pilot was trying to like make time or what, but it was, it was turbulent from takeoff to touchdown. Okay. I mean, I, my sister was sitting next to me. I was literally like this with my sister the whole, the whole way there. Yeah. The, the flight attendants are like coffee or tea, a uh, blanket pillow. <laughs> Just like get me home. Yeah. Because you know what it is? I think it's when you're flying over the ocean and you have like the wind, um, maybe the wind like changing over the oceans. It's really the ocean. The ocean messes with the it wind. It was the most turbulent then... flight I've ever been on. Yeah, it can get, especially if you're going to the Caribbean people to snow, your flight's going to be turbulent. It always is, especially coming back from the Caribbean. Going down, not always, but coming back, I don't remember a time where we come back and there is no turbulence. It's always turbulent coming back from the Caribbean. I don't know why. That's just how I it is. I remember my husband and I were in Jamaica during Hurricane Sandy, something like, yeah, it was during a hurricane and we were coming back. Our flight got delayed and we were finally able to, to come back. And I remember like getting into um, Toronto, like it was, there was a lot of turbulence and I think there was a, like, we were all scared. And when we landed, everyone claps, like, you know, that usually happens. So is it clapping corny or is like, do you think the pilot looks sad? I thought that was Uh, like a thing. What's that? No, no, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not a West Indian. Um, no, we're happy we landed. Like, thank you. <laughs> I don't even yeah. know if the pilots can hear it. I don't know. They might. I don't think they can. Um, no, I don't think the pilots can hear it. The flight attendants can hear it because they're in the cabin with you. But the, the pilots are in the are in the cockpit. So I don't know so if they can that, hear that. Um, the clapping is, is for the pilots. Sorry. Pardon? Is that what? Is the, the door bulletproof or like shatterproof or like bulletproof. No, they're not. It's not bulletproof. It is locked. I don't know if they've changed it now, mm. but it's not bulletproof. It is, is locked. And again, flight attendants are trained to make sure at all costs you don't get into the cockpit. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah, like put yourself between the door and the cockpit, like at, like and risk yeah. your life under all circumstances don't let anyone get into the cockpit mm. yeah wow. which makes sense right because I wonder how that would go down, though. like what yeah. would you do just like stop don't go any further well the door is locked so good luck trying to get in yeah, um, but you have, um they don't give you anything give you anything what I don't know. They don't give you any like self-defense things to use. No, but what what they what they do have is a protocol so that when the pilot or first officer actually wants to come out of the cockpit, there has to be a flight attendant there guarding the door. Oh. So yeah, and there's like a code, and they just to go in and out, there is a protocol, just for them to go in and out of the cockpit. There's a protocol for them to be going in and out to make sure. That there's, there's someone always watching the cabin to make sure nobody's like gonna try and rush the door or anything like that. So, yeah, there's a lot of safety protocols that are not known probably to the general public um, for for uh, on airplanes and and stuff like that, especially commercial flights. Right. Well, yeah. I'm glad there are safety protocols. So yeah, there are. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. But damn. Okay. All right. All right, guys. Well, this has been a really fun episode and um, I had a lot of fun talking to you guys and I hope everybody out there has learned something. (laughs) Um, So thank you guys so much. Oh, I'm going to make sure I plug all of our banners right now. So first and foremost, make sure you email us your questions, your comments. If you have any comments, please write it down at the bottom of the video. Like we're on YouTube, guys. We want to interact with you. We want to hear from you. And if you want to send us an email, if you have like comments or questions that you want to send us by email, please do so. We love hearing from you. Also, make sure that you subscribe. Yeah, Yeah. and make sure you subscribe to our channel, guys. It really helps our channel grow. It helps push it out. It gives YouTube 
the indicator that, yeah, we, we need to push this out to more people, which helps our channel grow. So if you like this, please help us out by subscribing to our channel. And finally, make sure you check us out on our socials on Instagram at the Juice and Jury Podcast. We're also on TikTok um, and we're even on threads, although we haven't really posted much on threads, but we are on there. So <laughs> it's not doing really good. Oh, oh really? really? Okay. Well, yeah, apparently like everyone signed up when it was announced uh -huh. and it was half the people. Because there's not a lot of people that actually went on threads to be like, oh, who's on threads? Like, you know, yeah. like we heard yeah. about it. We never actually made the move. Like we never made the transition to it. So whatever. I think they're going to have to come up with something creative and revolutionary to actually outdo uh, Twitter. Twitter. Because if they're just exactly like Twitter, people are, they, there's no incentive to go there. So they need to come up with something to incentivize people to go there, like monetize it somehow or something. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Check That's us right out, there. guys. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you guys so much. Have a great night. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.